Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. In case you were counting, there's only 12 more days of shopping before Christmas. Hello, this is John Frenet. It is Wednesday, December 13th, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Circuit Court Judge Paul Hackner somewhat punted on the Crofton Noose verdict yesterday, saying that the Maryland law is unclear and he has called on the General Assembly to explicitly spell out what constitute a hate crime. The trial in question was for John Haverman, who was one of two people charged with placing a noose at Crofton Middle School back in May. The other, Connor Prout, pleaded guilty and was sentenced to community service at the direction of the NAACP. Haverman has pled not guilty, and Harris actually did find him guilty of two trespassing charges, but has put off ruling on the misdemeanor hate crime charge until both sides, the prosecution and the defense, submit written arguments within 14 days. He said he was rule within a week of their filings, but cautioned against expecting any verdict that doesn't strictly fit the hate crime statute. As we mentioned a couple days ago, this will probably be a tough one for state's attorney Wes Adams to prove, and Harris is probably pretty smart in delaying the ruling on this based on the tensions that surround this case. The written arguments will likely be submitted just before Christmas, with a verdict coming out in the week between Christmas and New Year's, which is typically a very, very slow news week. Marylanders seeking health insurance under the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, will get an extra week to sign up. The enrollment deadline was December 15th, and now it is December 22nd. It was extended by a week to accommodate procrastinators, like myself, and avoid a last-minute enrollment crush at the end of this week. I'm suspecting that the website can't handle it like it couldn't the last time around. The state had adopted the shortened 45-day enrollment period set by the Trump administration, but because Maryland operates its own online marketplace for those who don't get insurance through their jobs, they were free and able to extend the deadline. A Baltimore County woman's been charged with manslaughter for allegedly selling a fatal dose of methadone to a Millersville man in September. Baltimore County Police arrested Stacy Lynn Baumgartner of Halethorpe after Anne Arundel Police obtained a warrant charging her in the death of the 19-year-old. Interestingly, investigators cracked this case by seizing the victim's cell phone and finding a text conversation between him and the suspect the day before the fatal overdose. I've talked to several police officers who said that's the first thing they look at now is the phone because the last text message they probably get was from their dealer. On the heels of the reports that our fatal overdose numbers are on the rise in Anne Arundel County, the Capital Gazette has a very good editorial. Numbers show opioid epidemic hasn't peaked. I do encourage everyone to go either online or pick up the newspaper and read it. It is in today's newspaper. One thing that they did say, and it was a perspective that I hadn't considered, And it is ultimately a health problem. Breaking up drug rings and jailing dealers helps, but the nation can't arrest its way out of this. And while the human toll is obvious and heartbreaking, there is also an economic impact. Economists strongly suspect the opioid problem is contributing to the decline in the workforce participation, particularly among men aged 25 to 54. And I think that's a very important point that the Capitol brings up there. 
The General Assembly is going to start tracking accusations of sexual assault against state lawmakers and their staffers. The legislative body plans to update its sexual harassment policy to require its HR director to keep track of the number and types of complaints as to how they were resolved. That seems like common sense, and I don't know why the hell that wasn't included in the first place. There's going to be a new pop-up store on Maryland Avenue at 44 Maryland Avenue. Resa Juice Shop, which is owned by local author and health coach Lisa Consiglio Ryan, is now open, will remain open through January 18th. You can certainly check them out at tomorrow's Midnight Madness, and I encourage you to do so. To find out a little bit more, wholehealthdesigns.com will give you everything you need to know. I was a skeptic when Seawolf Brewery burst onto the scene about this time last year. They came out with a flourish and then sort of seemed to fade away, but now it looks like they're ramping up again, and I may have to eat crow, which I don't mind doing. The aspiring brewery recently started contract brewing at Baltimore's Peabody Heights Brewery, and we'll have beers ready for the public to taste in honor of the Military Bowl. On December 28th, they're going to be rolling out their special hops IPA, first at Mills Fine Wine and Spirits down on City Dock in Annapolis. They will host a tasting from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Then in the afternoon, the team is going to head across the other side of Ego Alley to the Dock Street Bar and Grill for a special hops IPA tap takeover and Military Bowl watch party from 1 to 7 p.m. The team will be there. You can taste their great new IPA. You can get all your questions asked. They'll have giveaways. They'll have promos and everything else. The company is looking to open up a restaurant here in Annapolis. Not sure whether it is going to be at the old Fawcett's building, which has a place available, or there is another restaurant on Main Street, which I understand is for sale. Stay tuned, and I will be the first to eat crow about my doubting of Seawolf Brewery, and I look forward to hearing more from them. The Orioles are reportedly considering trading third baseman Manny Machado, the O's most popular player. Machado wants to switch to shortstop from third base if he were to join a new team. Machado is entering the final year of his contract with the O's and will enter free agency next winter. And speaking of sports, stick around because we got Kevin Chaney. He's got some of your local sports. And of course, we've got George Young with your local DMV weather coming right up. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Here's your Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, December 13th. For today, we forecasted a target high temp of 33 degrees for downtown Annapolis and 32 degrees for BWI Airport. Some 10 to 15 degrees below average for this day on the calendar. Making matters even chillier outside are the persistent and fairly strong west-northwest winds that are at times gusting to 30 to 40 miles per hour, producing wind chills in the teens and even single digits. And while the winds will settle a bit, although not completely tomorrow, and temps will warm slightly toward the 40-degree mark or so across Anne Arundel County, there's simply no way around the reality of below-average temperatures both day and night all the way through at least Saturday, if not Sunday as well, as highs will be in the 30s and 40s, and nighttime lows will be in the 20s. But hey, it's mid-December, and therefore, forecasts filled with cold and breezy are to be expected, so continue to get out and about and make the most of the next week and a half of prep time for the big Christmas holiday, and be sure to enjoy the remaining days of Hanukkah. And don't forget, tomorrow night in downtown Annapolis is the next Midnight Madness shopping event, and the weather looks great, so grab your coat and hat and take full advantage of the special event as it'll definitely feel like Christmas time out on Main Street and City Dock and surrounding areas for this special holiday shopping occasion. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free weather app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by searching for DC 
MDVA Weather. And also follow us 24 7, 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Did you know that more than 1,200 mental health patients had to be transferred last year by AAMC to facilities outside our area because these facilities do not exist right here in our own area? Denim and Diamonds is a fabulous, fun evening under the stars to support expanding mental health care in our community. AAMC Foundation proudly thanks RXNT for their generous $50,000 exclusive presenting sponsorship. Get more info at AAMC. DenimAndDiamonds.org. If you're looking for local sports, it's right here, right now, on the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, everybody, I'm Kevin, and welcome to Wednesday edition of Ion Sports. We're jumping right in with Varsity Wrestling, where Saverna Park defeated Glen Burnie, Old Mill defeated Chesapeake, South River defeated Annapolis, Meade defeated Glen Burnie. Saverna Park defeated Meade, Southern defeated Chesapeake, Arundel beat Northeast, Broadneck beat Northeast, and South River over North County. In college basketball, the Maryland Terrapins take their win streak up to four as they enter a nine-day hiatus for the winter breaks. And finally, the Baltimore Orioles seem to be the talk of the town during the MLB winter meetings, with Orioles Platinum Glove third baseman Manny Machado being the center of discussion. As contract extension talks have stalled, Yet again, the Orioles seem to be fielding offers with the Philadelphia Phillies being the prospective frontrunners. That's all I got for you here today. I'm Kevin Chaney. This has been your Eye on Sports. Hey there, this is John Fernay, and the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief is sponsored by, well, it could be you. Podcasting is a growing trend, and since launching on September 1st, we have more than 10,000 downloads of this podcast, plus thousands of listens on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. In addition to our Facebook page, All Annapolis, and our Twitter account, we distribute the daily news brief to Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app that can be played on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device. We focus on local news, local weather, local events, and local sports, including high school and college. So our audience is pretty tightly targeted to the greater Annapolis area. And if you own or manage a local business, you're likely customer. Intrigued? Well, here's something to think about. Your company could be featured on this daily podcast for less than $20 a day. Interested? Shoot me an email and let's talk. My email address is john at ionanapolis.net, and that's E-Y-E-O-N-A-N-N-A-P-O-L-I-S, but you already knew that, .net. Let's get together and see what we can make happen. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.